0: Assalamu alaikum, Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5. And you're with Kathleen Rochnagie, your host for the next hour. We're going to be talking this evening about a topic that is dear to everybody's heart. Whether you're a driver or not a driver, this is something you need to know about, inshallah. Our studio email address, if you want to contact, is studio at unityfm.net. And any questions can be directed to our professionals here in the studio this evening. Welcome also to our Luton listeners on Inspire FM 105.1. Indeed, this also is a topic for you, Donald Luton, and for everybody to know about, although we're going to be focusing on Birmingham this evening. It is something that everybody in the UK need to know. And this is about car safety, car seats for young children and the new law that's coming in and also the 20 mile an hour zones that are coming into a lot of areas and what do that mean and why they're in place. So really, really important topics for you to tune in. And I know this show is going to be repeated again on Sunday. Um, so if you have any queries or want to find out more information, if you missed today uh, the details that we're going to give out a little bit later on, you can always contact the studio and they'll give you those details also. So welcome to my two guests here in the studio. We have Jenny Combs with us. From Birmingham Council, is that right? That's correct. Hello. Hello, welcome, welcome into the studio. Thank you. And Alice Russell, welcome, Alice. We know you, you've come many times before to us. Alice is a health visitor and talks a lot about how we can help our babies and our children, indeed. Um, and you're here this evening going to be talking about car safety. Yes, as- assalamualaikum to all, and welcome. hi, Kathleen. Thank you for inviting me again. You're welcome. Walaikum well, you salam this is really an important, important topic. We can't stress this enough. Mm-hmm. We hear a lot about accidents that happen near residential areas or schools, and there's a need for twenty-mile-an-hour zones. We also hear that children are not being strapped into cars, that they're not even wearing a seatbelt, not in a car seat. It's only a journey around the corner, or Granny only lives around the corner. There's no need for anything. Um, But now the law is changing even to having more supportive car seats.
1: So I wonder, where will we start with this? So who'd like to start? I'll start off. Mm. Um, The proposed changes are that earlier this year it was revealed new laws banning car booster seats without a back were set to be introduced. Mm -hmm. But the changes to the rules have now been delayed uh, until next year. Um, The new regulations are expected to come into effect into spring next year, so Mm -hmm. roughly probably about March, April, um, which will mean that backless booster seats will only be approved for older children. So at the moment, children weighing as little as 15 kg, so that's about three years old, mm-hmm. are allowed to use backless booster seats when travelling. But experts are claiming that these seats are dangerous mm. for youngsters. As a result, new guidelines will be introduced and therefore extended to the age of when children stay in the car seat. So it's been extended when the children will start.
0: Well, I can understand that uh, having my grandson who is three and he does has his back booster. I could ima- if you take off that it, where's the support in their back? And do you know they're wriggly at this age and they're trying to reach out mm-hmm. for things and do their own things? So I could imagine they wouldn't be sitting in a good position. Mm-hmm. So that that back seat there, that back support is really important mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. So a high back booster seat offers mm-hmm. far greater protection in a front crash because they're designed to guide the adult seat belt across the child's body properly. Um, but also in the side impact crash, they offer far much more protection to the head um, and the neck. So the child's head the first thing it will hit is the child car seat in mm-hmm. a in a booster seat with a back mm-hmm. rather than the mm-hmm. car um It just sits them up in more of an upright position mm-hmm. the, the seat belt sits rather than across the the stomach and all the important organs in the stomach. Mm-hmm. it will come across
0: the lap instead mm. that's that's really important there, so it is and it is often protected even with something on the outside, isn't it? That belt goes through something else, even protects us. Lots of different types of seats you can get. I can see these ones sometimes which that there is a, like um, a table type thing or protection mm. padded thing in front as well. Yes, yeah, certainly. There's, there, there are a lot of different child mm. car seats
2: available on the market. Um, the first thing that we would recommend when going out to buy one is to go to a shop where mm. they will talk that through with you, mm. and you can actually try it in in your car before you buy it. Somewhere mm-hmm. like Halford, somewhere like Mothercare, mm-hmm. they will offer you all all the advice that you need when it comes to selecting your child car seat. Mm-hmm. So, at the moment, the current law states that children must use a child car seat mm-hmm. until they're 12 years old or 135 centimetres, whichever comes first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the new law is stating that a child has to use a booster seat with a back until they are 125 centimetres um, and weigh more than 22 kilograms.
0: Oh, whichever comes first is it or they should be uh, both?
2: no it's it's both so um, both. yeah yes yeah, so that's that's done on the height so it's to prevent children basically from going straight from the rearward facing child car seat yeah. straight into a booster cushion which just doesn't offer that level of protection mm,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that's really important indeed does it make a difference where the car seat is situated in the car because sometimes you see the car seat in the maybe in the middle of the back and to the side of the back, or sometimes if some parents have them in the front of the car, does that make a difference? It
2: does certainly, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's much safer for the child to travel in the back of the car, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, and. If you're talking about the position in the back of the car, it's in the back in the middle of the car. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, if there was an accident f- happening from the side in the middle, they're protected from that sideways impact. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would need to state is that it's illegal for a rearward facing child car seat to go in the front of of a car mm-hmm. um if there's an active airbag so if you think about it the back of the baby seat would be really close to the dashboard and if the airbag deployed in a crash it would strike the baby seat with considerable force mm. which could then cause serious injury for your to your child mm. um so if you've got a choice we would always say put it in the back um and in the middle um, if it has got a three point seat belt so what we mean is a lap and a diagonal belt as well
0: mm, so it needs to be one of those because in some cars in the middle it's only just that little belt isn't it it's not that yeah. full full mm, seat yes. belt in there so you wouldn't be able to put the seat belt seat in there then so it, preferably in the back in the middle to the side if not and then to the front only if they're older ones if they're front facing and if the airbag Is there, then, if the front-facing airbag needs to be on, too?
2: Um, So airbags are designed for adults. Mm -hmm. Um, They they act as as safety devices for adults. Um, They're not designed for children. Um, If you have to put your child in the front of the car for reasons because the back of the car is full, what I would suggest is that you move the the seat as far back from the dashboard as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And, again, if possible... Turn that airbag off. Make sure that it's it's not activated because mm-hmm. it could have detrimental effects.
1: Yeah, it could smother the baby because it could move mm. the car seat and smother the baby. Yeah, so. The, the, yeah. Mm. If, yeah. If, if so sure. it's yeah. illegal to have that. So it's illegal to have
0: it if the baby's in the car where you yeah. have the front forward. Exactly, then, like, yeah. but yeah. also for for children
2: developing mm. until their organs are, are fully developed, well left, we yeah. would recommend that they're not in front of that mm. that airbag. Mm. Um until you know their organs are developed. That's yeah. why the age
0: of twelve is given. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. So important age there, twelve indeed, which has gone up Considerably from it has, um, yeah. the last few years,
2: it has. Yeah, yeah it's it's twelve years old or one hundred and thirty-five mm. centimeters, whichever they reach mm. first. Mm. Um, that that's the the, the legal limit. Mm. However, I mean, what we would recommend is, if possible, keep your child um, on the booster seat until they reach one hundred and fifty centimeters. Mm. That's because adult seat belts are designed for somebody of an average height of one hundred and fifty mm. centimeters, mm. um, and you'll find. In, in other European countries uh, such as France and Germany, I think that the law is actually 150 centimetres. Mm. Mm. So, uh, although quite often you get children saying, oh, I, want to, I want to come yeah. out of my seat now. Yeah. And yeah. just You know, if we can, encourage them to stay in it mm. for longer. Also, it makes them sit a bit higher. They yeah. get a good view of everything outside it as does, well. It does, exactly. So they don't get
0: bored and things like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 which is really yeah. good. Yeah. How is the law's change in perception, being perceived here in the UK? You know, in France and in Europe, they have stricter laws on this and people are probably more used to it. And in the UK, we're changing. How, how is our
1: communities receiving these new changes? Well, the legislation has been held until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're just trying to get the message across. So as health visitors, when we're going out, we take a leaflet out with mm-hmm. us. Uh, so when we see a mum, every time we see a mum, we will um, attempt to promote car mm-hmm. seats, especially with new babies, mm-hmm. um, and ask them what they're using and have the tested in, where they got it fitted. We will also provide a leaflet and we'll go through the information leaflet. It's quite important so but parents who's who're not in regular contact with their health visitors, children a bit older, they mm-hmm. might miss out. So it's about promoting it via radio, via newspapers, so you know, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm i think jenny's got the job of promoting it in (laughs) whichever way she can and is there any other yeah
2: um sometimes we do do child car seat checking Mm. events as well so we we go to local supermarkets and we invite parents to bring their Mm. child car seats along just so that we can make sure that it's fitted correctly i know what a minefield it can be and you know how Mm. how complicated it, it can sound sometimes but you know we are on hand to to help anybody if they've got any queries about the fitting of it. Um we on average, I think it's about sixty percent of child car seats we see that they're not fitted correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're here to make those adjustments, mm. whether it be that the child car seat is too loose, it's not fitted correctly or, or not in the right position mm-hmm. in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, we we can help and give advice
1: mm-hmm. with that. And the other thing I know we're talking about subject on car seats and having them in the car, but a lot of the time when we as health visitors go out some parents might have the child in the car seat for long periods of time in the house so Mm -hmm. we always recommend that it's not a good idea to have the child in the car seat, it's not good for their spine. Yes. So, yeah. So we don't recommend, and even when you're on long journeys, to have regular breaks and take mm. the baby out and stretch the baby. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So maybe not having, even though they're designed to, for the safety of the baby, but they're not designed to have the child in there for long periods of time. So the best place for a baby would be in a Moses basket or a cot, mm. not in a car seat. Yeah. So of we course, always, uh, course, yeah, yeah. So it's always vital to inform parents that's on that
0: that's really, really important because I think sometimes, yes, you can see if the child is still a sleep when you go to a house you might leave it in for half an hour or that but not the whole day going visiting somebody that they use it as a a
1: carrier or something like that yeah if you can imagine yourself sitting in that position yeah and you know it's very uncomfortable Mm, so mm. um, yeah, yeah really something important. to be mindful about for parents, and think about how long has my baby been in there? Is it appropriate? Can we transfer them into a cot or? Mm-hmm. So.
2: Yeah, in, in that in the position in a, a rearward facing child car seat. If you think about it, the baby's slightly scrunched up, mm-hmm. so um, their their lungs are, yeah. are slightly uh, inhibited, mm-hmm. and it's um, can lead to something called oxygen desaturation. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to get get the baby out and stretch them. Just like you know, it's important for all passengers in, mm-hmm. in cars mm-hmm. to get out stretch our legs mm. good for circulation good mm. to keep the blood moving and the oxygen flowing around the body mm.
0: very good first really really good advice indeed like that um and i'm interested in hearing um this is, is so good about the new babies and i think the messages are really getting out there about the new babies and i think the health mm. visitors are doing a good message i am a little bit concerned about that that generation that have children a bit older like you're saying about 12 years old now you know i remember when the regulations were changed when my children were at school and one of them who had come out of a car seat had to go back into something again because regulation of height and he wasn't very happy uh how do you get the message do schools help you and come on board with that yes yeah um we
2: we do visit schools and do road safety education with Mm. the children but also we give information to take home to parents Mm -hmm. as well about the importance of that as you say up to 12 years old that's Mm. that's too top of primary school now. Yeah, Mm. secondary school actually because they start secondary school at age 11. And
0: sometimes they feel I can't be seen to be (laughs) driven to secondary school still in a booster seat. Um, um, And they have a lot to cope with when they're transitioned to secondary school because they start off with being the most senior in junior school, in primary school, to being, again, the most junior when they go across. So they start at the very bottom. And of course, image, you know. It's about image and making
1: it cool. (laughs) So how do we make it cool Sitting you, in a car, yes. car seat uh, something to and a probe on maybe education I mean I met Jenny in a, um, a park event during the holidays mm-hmm. and there were a lot of children surrounding and they're quite interested so I think it's about education so children you know they're very good mm-hmm. at learning so if you tell them that you know this is the reason why we're introducing this mm-hmm. uh, it, it they do they are quite good they're probably better in adapting to changes than us adults yes. <laughs> yeah
2: that's it and uh, when we go into schools we try and make it as interactive as possible so mm-hmm. children can conceive the yeah. consequences we've got something called the DIM family, which is um, it's a miniature car with a little beanbag family. We show them going down a ramp and we talk to the mm. children. What do you think could happen if you didn't have your seatbelt on, or if you weren't sat on a sat on a, a, a child car seat or a booster seat? Um, and then we, we let the car go without the seatbelt on, and we see this little miniature family fall through the car, mm-hmm. um, and we talk about the consequences mm. and, and what it could mean for them. So we, we get them to to relate relate to it as as children
0: themselves oh that's really good so there is videos there for them that they can mm. actually see yeah there are the videos process, and yeah. we've
2: got um it's an actual interactive uh, little piece of kit that we take along to the school as well mm-hmm. so um yeah so they can they can actually you know have a go at it. Mm seen the effects. And I
0: think it's only when things like this uh, that they can see it and experience it that they really will understand it. Uh, I know some schools send home like baby dolls to look mm. after a doll for the night to experience yeah. being a, a mother or a father. And this doll cries and it's time to go mm. off every two hours yeah. crying and different cries and you have to sue it and things. And that's great for children to and young people to understand uh, caring for a baby something like that too a car seat that they can see uh, see themselves so often
2: what everybody thinks it's not going to happen to me it doesn't relate to me but you never know and if you can just plant a seed that oh that could be me that could Mm. happen to me and make them think that they can change the potential consequences Mm -hmm. themselves and and as children are growing up make Mm. them think about the fact that they can be responsible for their Mm -hmm. own lives now Um, it's not necessarily just about mums and dads telling them what Mm. to do it's
0: it's being responsible for their own lives I think such a vital bit of information actually I only had a blowout last week coming back from Manchester on the motorway and although I was able to control the car it wasn't a, a my one of my wheels for steering it's a frightening thing to happen and i can imagine if something like that happened and you have children in the car Mm. and you're trying to control the car as well and it's really really difficult
1: Um, Uh, it's a bit too
0: late then to start thinking are my are the seats fitted in properly We need to get yeah. that message
1: across beforehand, yeah, and you can't concentrate either, so mm. you either are you concentrating on your children, are mm. you concentrating on how getting the steering right so yeah yeah, so it's best to have safety in place safety beforehand. in place yeah. first
0: I'm just wanting to know about you know fitting these these
1: seats. Are they now
0: fitted in are they all fitted in with a seat belt or are they fitted in they used to be um maybe things have changed, they used to be fitted in by mechanics you know, fitted in the into the car before. Is that still the case? There's two ways
2: of fitting child car seats. So mm-hmm. one is with the adult seat belt, mm-hmm. um, and what I'd re- recommend for that is following the guides on the seat. So you've mm-hmm. either got red guides or blue guides. If the seat is a forward facing child car seat mm-hmm. follow the red guides mm-hmm. if it's a rearward facing child car seat follow the blue guide so mm-hmm. remember blue for backwards um, follow the routing make sure that there are not any twists in the seat belt um, that it's nice and tight as well and when you give it a good firm pull it just sits there nice and tightly mm-hmm. the other means of, um, of securing your child car seat into the car is something called it's relatively new i say new as in the last mm-hmm. few years mm-hmm. it's a much simpler method of um attaching a child car seat and what happens is it's basically clips on the child car seat and it clips onto the the, the chassis of your car mm. once you've got it clipped into place the, the the guide will show you it will go green and you know that that is mm. secure in the car um so that's called isofix mm-hmm. um they are still slightly more expensive than the child car seats fitted with the seat belt, but as I say, it takes mm. away all the 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 hassle of thinking have i rooted this correctly or not and is that like a
0: permanent type fix then you don't take out you remove the car seat every time you're taking the child out that that car seat stays there it
2: does they're designed mm. to stay in the car, car- obviously yes. they can be moved around if mm. you're going to put it into to different cars, in cars but they're, yeah. they're designed just to to mm-hmm. stay there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for longer periods of time mm-hmm. and the other thing to to mention with with isofixes is that the seats are now starting to be designed to equip children to stay rearwards for longer. Rearwards for longer has proved to to be much safer because it pro- protects the head, the neck, and the spine. So these seats are designed to, to keep children rearwards until they're 15 months old. Mm-hmm. Um, previously, it was 12 months old, mm-hmm. but it's it's 15 mm. months old. These new seats. And again, if you look at other European countries, and um, in, in Sweden, they're starting to have their children rearwards up until about four, five, six years old. The child car seats are designed mm. in a much a much larger way to uh that's quite a long time it is it is yeah but um if you think about it if the car was to stop suddenly Mm -hmm. all of the pressure is being forced into the back of the seat Mm. um if you're forward facing and the car stops suddenly all of your weight is being thrown forward so if you're rearwards the seat is
0: taking that impact Mm. rather than the body Mm I was just thinking there, though, about trying to entertain the children. Um, <laughs> if you've got three or four yeah. children yeah. within that age group yeah. and having them all rear face. How can we entertain them on a journey? Yeah, yeah. that's it. it.
2: I mean, it's looking at individual circumstances yeah. and deciding what's right for you, what's yes. going to yeah. work. You know, yeah. if, if the child isn't, and going it depends
1: to... on the car, car size as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You have yeah. three seats in. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 And you can get all sorts of mirrors and you know mm. different types, of, and they've also got like devices in cars these days and so yes you can play some dvds Mm. and something like that i think and put them i'd put them up there
0: uh, for children i think a lot of parents
1: are concerned that baby they can't see the baby from the rearview mirror Mm. so they're always like oh i can't see my baby is Mm -hmm. my baby safe Mm -hmm. but if you have a mirror and then you can always see that the baby is fine or they're asleep or you know if they've Mm. brought any milk up so um and reassure you like reassure that reassure that you're doing
0: the right thing. Yeah. And what, before the mum leaves hospital now is there um a way that she must have she must have a car seat
1: so the midwife usually takes the mum and the baby. Up to reception or to the car, so mm-hmm. they do ask before they leave. Have you got a car seat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and they're
0: pushing the car seat from from the word go. Then before from the work go,
1: yeah. And uh, sometimes it's borrowed. Sometimes yeah. parents will say it's borrowed off a family member, and we're going to buy one. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're prepared; and they've mm. bought one. So
0: um, it probably depends, I suppose, if the baby's come premature or early. Yeah, it's and expected, expected yeah. and yeah. So there's yeah.
1: also yeah. Yeah, it's
0: difficult
1: like that. If, if
0: if you've had uh, and
1: colours to suit them, if they know if they're having a girl or a boy, oh, and what they want. right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're going colour yeah. schemes. get colour schemes, you get colour well. schemes <laughs> to go with the car, with the baby. Yeah. So you can get all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kathleen yeah, nowadays. Of course, <laughs> it's a
0: big business, isn't it? Yes, when it you look is. at it as well, it mm. can be. Like yeah. That. So there's
1: just so much out there, and there's a, you know, you can believe that parents do get confused there's just so much out there mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and moving on to that second-hand car seats we always recommend not to use them right. yes yeah, to always buy new because you don't know if they've been in an accident mm. Um, you know even there might be a crack in there that you can't mm. visibly see yeah so we always highly recommend that you buy a new one and not buy a second-hand car seat really good
0: advice really you need to be prepared for that
2: and on that note as well we'd, we'd advise that you go into a shop rather than buying off the internet yeah. so again buy it off the internet nobody's there to show you how to fit it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so as i say go go into a shop where you where somebody can be on hand to advise you with that
0: Mm-hmm. So great advice there and uh, we're just coming up to a commercial break when we're going to come back and talk a bit more about road safety where we want to talk about the new 20 mile an hour mm-hmm. lo- uh, zones and the importance of them I mean, they go hand in hand really because a lot of parents just kind of think oh grandma's just around the corner uh, i'd just be in there and out in a minute and don't use the car seat or maybe drive a bit faster if the child is crying just don't down yeah. those few roads and something could happen so we need to be mindful of both in, yeah, indeed as and we uh, yeah. talk about
1: that and I've also, if we've got time I've got 10 tips for having the best car so <laughs> looking out for when you're choosing a car seat so if we've got time for that Okay, so they
0: look interesting indeed we mightn't get them into uh, at this we've only got a couple of minutes left yes, so we might need to talk about them a little bit more yeah. but they sound very interesting That we, maybe you can give us the top three before we go on into the commercial break Yeah,
1: Maximum safety, so number one many parents are keen to move the child up to the next stage mm-hmm. the car seat as soon as they are big enough not realising that it's a big step down to a child car seat safety mm-hmm. so keep your child in the lower stage car seat until fully outgrown by the weight or the height mm-hmm. Um, Number two, escape artists. So it's extremely frustrating when your child learns that they can slip their arms out of the harness and it is also very dangerous. Mm -hmm. So there are a number of things you can do to stop your child from escaping from the harness. So make sure that the harness is uh, at the correct height. Make sure the harness is pulled tight and there's a snug fit avoid dressing your child in thick clothes puffy jackets Mm -hmm. explain to your child what you're doing and Mm -hmm. why this is happening sing a song about buckling up and uh, if all above fails stop your your little escape artist and um, just get the five point harness in to support them and the third one is harness height so the correct height of that should not be confusing Mm. so if a seat is rear-facing the harness should be level with the child just below the child's shoulders and if a seat is forward-facing the harness should be level with just above the child's shoulders
0: a lot to think about in those three i think we'll come back and ask you more questions about them before we move into more tips inshallah do join us after this commercial break listeners inshallah as alaikum.